Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
I have come to respect uh, Trump supporters because they understand what is happening to the U.S. and want to stop it. Men, women, and children are supporting Donald Trump, but they do not have the media voice of the billions of dollars the corporate whores on Wall Street are spending in Hillary, on Hillary and other PACs, political PACs. Everyone knows the elite own Hillary and that Donald Trump is an elite, but no one owns him. And Trump has the audacity to tell those who are destroying this country that he isn't going to look overlook it anymore. He realizes someone must champion the cause of the working and middle classes in America. Men and women are the losers. Working men and women are the losers in the white. And, I'm sorry. Working men and women are the losers in the new American game of globalism. Also. European men and women are being pushed out of their jobs and futures to make place for millions of refugees in Middle East and Third World countries. Trump is being assaulted by millions of nasty women and men who hate, uh, you know, who he threatens, uh, who, um, yeah, who they hate because he threatens their own uh, Democrat Party-sponsored lives. I mean, every home... Uh, every Hillary, Hill, I'm sorry, every Hillaryite in the county in the country is heckling Donald Trump for self-amusement, self-loathing, and for something to do on a uh, on a dateless weekend with the girls. I really know. Uh, I know. I know more now than at any. Uh, I mean, I realize now more than at any other time in my life, um, the war uh, against men by women and all the non, uh, the, you know, the Hillary women, you know, and all the non, and all the gay, lesbian, transgender, bisexual, and androgynous people of our society are imposing their anger and hatred um, against Trump and his supporters, while the mass immigration of, of, uh, is overwhelming, uh, illegal immigration is overwhelming American society. Those who dare to condemn the invasion of immigration are cursed at and called idiots and racists and worse. Any man who has built a billion-dollar business, toppled every Republican hack in the House and Senate, and every presidentially ambitious governor, deserves the respect and consideration of the American people. Donald Trump is a great man, regardless what is said to, about him, and no one in the world could withstand the criticism leveled against him and still be standing and fighting back viciously in every way possible unless he was Donald Trump. And I believe millions of Americans admire him for his courageous and commit, courage and commitment to stay in the presidential race. He understands that he only fails if he gives up, and he has not given any signs of giving up. And when we open our eyes and see Hillary Clinton and her supporters for who and what they really are, well, and Trump supporters understand and appreciate who they are and why they are voting for Donald Trump. Yeah, true, folks. Absolutely true. Yeah. I just can't stand it. You know, they, they can't stand anything that Trump, possibility of Trump winning, but Trump will win. He will win. And if he doesn't win, folks, is fixed, and I think there'll be enough Americans to overwhelm them, and damn the electoral, electoral college, no one's going to take that shit, it's going to change this time around. Of all the words and statements known around, yeah, let me read this, is about, uh, the revolution begins on November 8th, 2016, when Trump wins the election or refuses to concede. Of all the words and statements thrown around last night's presidential debate, Donald Trump, the 
stated he will not accept the election results if Hillary wins was the greatest revolutionary statement of all time by an American presidential candidate. Record amounts of media mud, lies, and money have been thrown against Trump that he and all Americans have every right and reason to believe that the 2016 election process is rigged. Every Trump supporter and every Hillary supporter know the, knows the election is rigged for Hillary. The only way Trump can win is with an unmistakable and overwhelming landslide, which I believe he will receive from the American people. In a recent campaign speech, Trump uh, stated he will call for term limits uh, in Congress and finance reform. Also, that all congressmen and senators and government appointees cannot become lobbyists for at least five years after they leave office. In his words, he wants to drain the swamp. And Donald Trump isn't a fool. He's a genius. He has kept his political enemies off balance and falling apart. He has exposed the Republican Party for what it is and has made the Democrats look like ultimate globalist New World Order puppets, scheming to take over the United States and turn it into a third world country. Trump is the only candidate who stands up for the American worker, regardless of what Hillary-loving unions say. And aside from the AFL-CIO, most other unions are silent on Trump, and many support Bernie, supported Bernie Sanders. Well, Trump's, Trump wanted to, uh, wants to bring jobs back to America. Hillary does not. Her approval of the Trans-Pacific Partnership trade deal will destroy what is left of American manufacturing and American sovereignty. I believe the Obama-Hillary and Clinton uh, plan will uh, all along has been to destroy America by bringing in millions of illegal aliens and Middle Eastern refugees to undermine our economy and to undermine our system of values. Donald Trump is not a perfect candidate, but he is a perfect revolutionary. And never before since the country was founded has the U.S. needed a revolutionary leader more than now. Thomas Jefferson said, a true democracy should have a revolution every 20 years. I believe Thomas Jefferson and all the founding fathers would agree it is a time for another American revolution to save our country from the jaws of destruction. A Trump figure in November, um, a Trump victory rather in November will send fear and loathing throughout the world because they will understand that Americans are sick and tired of losing their country, their jobs, their sovereignty to the globalist world order. And the stolen wealth from Americans will be returned, as all other countries will bow to our remarkable achievement of creating the greatest nation in the world. For all who still are not convinced of Donald Trump's ability to take back America, I offer my services to my country as an independent writing candidate who will maintain the American revolutionary tradition of preserving and defending our Constitution, protecting our nation and its greatest institutions from foreign and domestic assault, and ensure the rights and dignity of Americans. I would never sell out my country or its citizens to any special interest or power, which is exactly what the Bill Clinton Bush Bush Obama administration have done and what Hillary Clinton has done and will continue doing until every aspect of American culture and every dime of our wealth has been given to foreign countries, leaving America a third world dust bowl of desperation. It's true, folks. I wrote that uh, about five days ago. This was this was bothering me so much when Donald Trump, uh, you know, got, when all of a sudden uh, a couple of weeks ago Trump came out, you know, two weeks before the the uh, the prior the, the uh, debate, uh, some old hag came out and uh, you know, uh, you know, oh uh, Donald Trump molested me uh, twenty thirty years ago or whatever it was thirty some odd years ago or whatever it was, and. Uh, I mean, this is ridiculous, you know. This is ridiculous. 
This essay that I wrote on October 13th says, Donald Trump molested me because the Russians told me to do it. Donald Trump molested me, in quotes. Now, Donald Trump molested me and 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 my husband, my kids, my dog, and my cat. You know, that's how many, you know, that's what that's what happening. All of a sudden, now there's nine women out there that are coming, or ten women that have come out to claim it. And the, the sick thing is that, you know, Mark Cuban and all of these, uh, a lot of Hillary donors suddenly came up, and I, I'm hoping I can bring that up tonight to show you, but um, offered, offered to pay millions of dollars to anybody who, any any woman who could come forward and accuse him of rape or accuse him of, um, you know, groping them or whatever it is, with or without evidence, didn't matter. They just wanted to pile on as many people as they possibly could and do another, uh, uh, what's his name there, uh, Bill Cosby. You know, 30, 40 women come forward, you know, and, ah, he drugged me 30 years ago, 40 years ago. Some of it's drugged me and raped me. Yeah, right. You know, but anyway. An 80-year-old woman's last-ditch effort for national fame and hope of receiving millions of dollars offered in reward money by Mark Cuban and other wealthy Hillary donors accused Donald Trump of groping her. Now other women have also accused him in the last few days of kissing them or whatever many years ago. Uh, uh, the 80-year-old woman now claims she suffered the indignity of Donald Trump supposedly groping her on an elevator at Trump Towers 35 years ago. Okay. In response to these accusations and a million others that it will follow, I put my claim in that Donald Trump is being crucified by false accusations. I wouldn't be surprised if men and women pet owners claim Trump molested them, uh, their children and their animals, if, if they thought it could make them famous and rich. The entire media circus centered around these accusations is simple, simply a diversion away from all the troubles Hillary is in with a recent leak of 1,900 emails from WikiLeaks. These emails are devastating to the DNC and Hillary's campaign and implicates Obama for his establishing ISIS and creating unrest and wars in the Middle East, also released with the thousands of personal derogatory and classified e emails of Hillary's top advisors. There is no defense for the Democrats or the, or, the, or the Obama administration and the Hillary legacy. If Trump is elected, it will be because Americans are fed up with Hillary and all the crooks and traitors in our government. All they and their bought-off media can do now is throw more sexual allegations at Trump. While Bill Clinton continues to molest underage prostitutes and campaigns for Hillary as a champion of human rights, the ultimate hypocrisy goes without equal in American politics. Unbelievable. It's just a totally, a totally knocks me out. On uh, October 12th, well, Trump was having so many problems there. I uh, I wrote this this short uh, letter, open letter to him. It's called "Dear Donald Trump." Dear Donald Trump, don't give up. Your fight against the Republican and Democrat establishment has placed you as the leader of the second American Revolution. I am amazed at your ability to fight with unrelenting ferocity. What well. Uh, uh, which has inspired millions of Americans to listen to you and believe they can regain their country, their jobs, their pride, and hope for the future. I respect you overcoming the obstacles you have in this election and to overcome the exposure of errors of the last 30 years of your personal history in the public limelight. It is a Herculean feat. You have achieved something no one in entertainment or politics has ever done before. You have succeeded to effectively cripple the entire political American political system and its corporate-slash-government-owned media. Consider this letter words of encouragement to stay in the fight. Good luck, Donald. Um, you, have, you have one more debate in less than a month to knock out Hillary Clinton and the Democrats and Republican parties. Yeah, that's true. I wrote that one in, say, October 12th, 
right after the uh, second <laughs> um, performance, you know, prefers, uh, debate, I should say, occurred. Donald Trump won the 10-9-16 presidential debate. Yes, he did. But it's the greatest put-down presidential debate of 2016. The political put-downs and insults of the the October 9, 2016 presidential debate will go down in history as some of the best. Trump's overwhelmingly won this debate by slamming Hillary with Bill Clinton's former sex affairs sitting together in the audience, which slowed Hillary from attacking him on his recent embarrassing videotaped conversion uh, conversation rather from 2005 and nationally embarrassed Hillary and Bill Clinton. Trump didn't leave anything sacred in attacking Hillary. He even stated that if he becomes president, he will assign a special prosecutor to investigate Hillary and put her in jail. When he accused Trump of attacking Tsar uh, Tsar uh, Khan, it was the for those of you who don't know, he was the um, the the, uh, the the Muslim um, Hillary uh, troll who attacked Trump for uh, you know in the at the uh, at the convention, and uh, he accused her of attacking his supporters. Um, Rather, when she accused Trump for attacking uh, Kaiser Khan, he uh, when she accused Trump really uh, attacking Kaiser Khan, he attacked her um, for attack. He accused her of of attacking his supporters as deplorables and racists. Also, her legal defense of a child molester, the twelve-year-old victim, now an adult, was invited by Trump to sit with the other three accusers of Bill Clinton's sexual assaults and affairs. Trump plays hardball better than any politician I've ever seen by his remarkable ability to take the worst criticism and hateful insults by the media in his own political party, as well as the personally vicious advertisements against him from the Hillary campaign. Her big donors are so frightened by Trump's major gain in the debate last night that they are increasing their, their donations to Hillary and have put out a multinational uh, a multi-million dollar reward for anyone who can give them more damaging tapes on Trump before the election. Uh, so all of a sudden, nine after he did that, and after they uh, they announced that, nine people came forward. Why are they so afraid of Trump? Trump plans to end the incestuous political corporate affairs that now plague the government with corruption, ineptitude, and the theft of American wealth and security. He wants to end our foreign military involvements and the destruction of policies of nation-building and calls the current military leadership incompetent idiots. This is why all former Bush, Clinton, and Obama military advisors and former failed generals and defense secretaries have denounced Trump. I give Trump a lot of credit for his uh, performance last night. Rather than being a cowardly wimp and bow to his critics, he gave them all the finger and blasted Hillary and all of her supporters. I also appreciated his arguments with the two Hillary-loving moderators. Uh, moderators. Anderson Cooper was useless and looked like a mannequin as Martha Raddick uh, re- reigned over the questions, uh, questioning with notable Hillary bias while interrupting Trump during his rebuttals to Hillary's accusations prompted by Raddick's questions. The biggest losers of last night's debate were the moderators and network news media. This Trump soundbite sex scandal that coincidentally was brought to the public attention by the network news media two days prior to the presidential debate was a deceitful and malicious deliberate attempt to destroy Trump's campaign. However, it only served to show how low and debased and desperate the Hillary campaign is and how badly Trump is hated by the new by the new media and how nasty and deplorable Hillary's uh, supporters really are. Hillary Hillary's foreign policy advisor tweeted, "Fuck you, Donald Trump" after the debate. That was a true declaration that Donald Trump destroyed Hillary in the debate. I only hope for Trump's sake that he keeps fighting and not give up. 
He has the chance to destroy all of his Republican and Democratic enemies and bring the news media to heel and destroy themselves in the process. Oh, guys, this is such a... Now, I wrote that on, what, uh, October 10th, I believe? Yeah, October 10th. Um, on the, the night uh, after the debate. But um, then I, when I wrote this on October 9th, uh, Trump's troubles from the Hillary media and Bill Clinton's sexcapades. The sickening grand hypocrisy spewing from the Hillary media is beyond all desperation I have ever witnessed in a presidential election. Their hatred for Trump exposes them for the biased buffoons they all are, along with all the Republican idiots who are so offended by a statement Trump made in 2005 that he did not know was being secretly taped. Every man I have ever known and liked spoke openly to other men about their sex lives in one form or another. Billions of men visit strip clubs and prostitutes and playmates and the Playboy Mansion as a he was a haven for any kind of sexual fantasy promoted aggressively in Playboy magazine and the Playbook book clubs. Playboy's CEO and founder Hugh Hefner has six beautiful playmates living with him openly in the mansion and seen at nightclubs together. Trump is a man who has everything materially anyone could want. He has had a stable of beautiful women on his beck and call. Hillary and all of her middle-aged mothers and grandmothers and mixed-up men who are still chased at 70 years old or are or, or, uh, secretly or openly gay or involved with some sordid sex group, wife-swapping, domination, bondage, or, any, or some kind of porn have to be laughing at Trump's heterosexual dalliances along with his once regular golfing partner, Billy Boy Clinton, who has a pension for young interns and 15- to 17-year-old sex slaves. All Hillary and Republican hypocrites put down their dildos and electric eggs and anal balls and get real. Trump's words said in private in 2005 are meaningless in the real world except to the hypocritical Hillary media and anyone who simply hates Trump. Everyone seems to conveniently forget Bill Clinton's many affairs and impeachment because of lying about his affair with Monica Lewinsky. These statements made by Donald Trump were made privately and publicly on the Howard Stern show. Howard Stern has one of the largest audiences on satellite radio and had a large audience on, industri- on terrestrial radio. Every man and woman with a cell phone has a source of porn in, porn in their pockets, and, any woman, uh, and many women are into pornography. Hillary has been linked to many known lesbian affairs and is rumored to be currently involved in her closest aide, uh, Uma, the wife of Carlos Danger. Uh, a.k.a. Mr. Wiener, also known in New York City as the Mad Cell Phone Flasher. It's amazing that the Republicans are condemning Trump when their former Speaker of the House, Denny Hastert, is serving prison time for molesting underage boys. Trump didn't molest any boys, and any of the, and all the women he spoke about or ogled were willing. No one mentioned it or brought him up on assault charges, nor did he drug them for sex. The entire episode happened in a private conversation with Billy Toy Boy, uh, with Boy Toy Billy Bush, who, like uh, all Bushes, should be in jail. The Washington Times reported gay sex scandals of both George W. and George H. W. Bush were into uh, male prostitutes. George Sr. had boys prostitutes servicing him in the White House. G.W. Bush had a known male escort prostitute, Jeff Gannon, sign into the White House over 200 times during the last uh, during his, the last few years of G.W. Bush's term in office. These flagrant crimes were all reported and researched and found to be true. A few words Trump spoke privately to Billy Bush now threatens the presidential election two days before his second debate with Hillary. Donald Trump has nothing to apologize about. 
except that he had the poor judgment to speak to Billy Bush in 2005. That in itself is a disgusting act, far more than what he actually said. And anyone who takes Trump, Trump, anyone who, li- who likes Trump, will vote for him. And many who do not like him will vote for him uh, in protest against the hate-spewing immigrants of the Hillary media and the wimpy castrati um, Hillary lovers who spend their hours watching porn while their Hillary-loving wives are sleeping and get real America, get real America. The rest of the world is laughing hysterically at us. I hope Trump comes out swinging tonight at the debate. One big stand against all of his critics, and especially Hillary, will win him the presidency. And that, that, uh, that's how I felt then. October, looking back, let's see, that was October 9th, so that was two weeks ago. Uh, a lot happened in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, a lot has happened in the two weeks. So, anyway, but let me go uh, one step further, and we're going to, I love this, uh, I it was so funny, the hysterical Saturday Night Live presidential debate video, that was hysterical, that really was, uh, but, uh, you know, when he did, when uh, um, Alan Baldwin, uh, you know, <laughs> just, his impersonation of Trump was, it was hysterical, and so was uh, girl's impression of Hillary, but uh, Trump was beautiful. Two days after the presidential debate, the first presidential debate, Hillary Clinton, after Monday's debate, says, everyone thinks she won, and Donald Trump kept saying, she's lying, that's not true. But it has been two days since the debate between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. It was most dismal excuse for a presidential debate I've ever seen. Donald Trump was lost in a bizarre reality of sniffles and insults and no policy plans. And Hillary's only memorable line in the debate was near the end when she accused Trump of harassing a Miss Universe pageant winner for gaining 50 pounds during her reign as Miss Universe. I mean, that's the worst thing, the worst offense that she could possibly bring up. Uh, You know, of all the of, of all the stuff he might have done or could have done, all right, in his life, <laughs> the worst thing he could have possibly do is is harass a poor, uh, a universe pageant for violating her contract by gaining fifty pounds during her reign as Miss Universe, right? She turned into a monster, you know, according to him, and you know she was supposed to represent his company, you know, the Miss Universe, and she walked around fifty pounds heavier. And not a good thing. Also, it turned out that she, uh, you know, uh, it turned out that she was, uh, she later, um, um, was arrested for uh, perjuring herself and threatening a judge. You know, yeah, yeah, great, great character witness, huh? If we compare the two candidates for what they are, and what they accomplished. We find both of them desperately lacking credibility and honesty. Both candidates have a long public history of deception. But Trump has several failed businesses, and Hillary, after 25 years in public office, has numerous failed domestic and foreign policies, and has undergone countless congressional and FBI hearings for her many scandals, Mostly, most recently her deletion of 33,000 emails immediately prior to her being called into the congressional hearing. Her incompetence in office caused by the caused the destruction of Libya and Syria and created the world's greatest humanitarian crisis of millions of war refugees flooding into Europe and the U.S. She allowed the murders of four Americans in Benghazi, which included the horrific torture and murder of Ambassador Christopher Stevens. Hillary Clinton's approval of trustworthiness and, and trustworthiness rating by the American voter is at a twenty is at twenty percent. Trump has a uh, Trump has a minor edge 
of 10 to 15 percent, giving him 30 to 35 percent trustworthiness for the American voter. The approval and trustworthiness of both candidates is a dismal 40 percent in the latest polls. This means 60 percent of American voters are disgusted by whom the candidates, with both candidates, yet being forced by the fixed system of U.S. elections to choose between two can two disliked and unqualified presidential candidates. Well, Hillary is yucking it up, although <laughs> as though she won the first debate. There was no winner of Monday night's debate. Even the American people lost by having to watch two incompetent candidates answering with worthless rhetoric the idiotic questions asked by an inept commoderator. No one won the debate, and the entire country has lost everything it ever stood for by the nomination of two of the worst presidential candidates in history. Well, I wrote that, let's see, uh, a month ago, all right? And I, I, I really felt that both candidates were, I don't know, possible to, to, to support. But excuse me, there's only so much that someone can do, you know, to say, you know, without without, you know, crossing the line. Uh and Trump and Hillary and whatnot. Um, you know, they still have to watch what they say. But um I, I guess what bothers me so much is is the um, I have a short video here um, on the uh, actually it's it's about six minutes it's about six minutes long and this is um, the president of Haiti okay exposing the Clinton Foundation to Donald Trump who was sitting there listening to him and Hillary Clinton uh, and he's saying how Hillary Clinton tried to bribe him, okay, and and how uh, horrible these people are. This fraud by the Clinton Foundation has been known for years, but now the Haitian president appeals to Donald Trump personally to expose the Clinton Foundation fraud for what it is and expose Hillary for who she is. They stole billions of do- in donations from the Haitian people. Lock them up. Lock them up. Let me listen. Let me um, play this uh, portion of this tape for you because it's the president talking to Clinton. Uh, no, I'm sorry, talking to Trump. Now, why in this uh, uh, this meeting, Trump did not say anything since about it, other than he accused. Yeah, he has accused them, but uh, you know, he has accused them of fraud in Haiti. But he hasn't brought this stuff up. Now, here it is, and I, I really wish that um, that's, uh, people would take a look at it because what I want to do is go here for one second and see how many views there are on this. About three months ago, my millionaire yeah, thought there's, there's 603, yeah, about 603,000, sorry, 604,000 views. Yeah, 604,000 views of this tape. There should be many, many more. But it was published on September 16, 2016, all right, and by James Porter. Um, and um, I, I appreciate his publication of this. And, um, the president of the Senate in Haiti in 1994, when Bill Clinton invaded the island, and I have the records about the Clinton Foundation, and I want to have a few minutes today to talk about that. Uh, this, this is the president of Haiti. Uh, Mr. First of all, to understand where I come from, I am from both culture. I am from the American culture because I came here at a very early age. And while you went to New York Military Academy, I went to New Jersey, the Military Academy in New Jersey. About the same time, we are about the same age. You could have been my underclassman. <laughs> so, really, if you understand me, and I will understand you. Okay? So, but my dream was to go back to Haiti, to do for Haiti what I had seen in the United States. Free enterprise system, the justice system you have here, and fight corruption in Haiti. And in 1991, I was elected senator of Haiti. 
the same year, Jean-Bertrand Aristide was elected president. In February of 1994, I became president of the Senate, and I had to deal with the Clinton invasion of Haiti. And I learned so much about the Clinton because I was working so much with the American intelligence at that time. Clinton wanted to buy me out. And I remember that I was hitting very hard on several fronts. Today show, Good Morning America, and once I was in nightline with Senator Dole. And uh, to try to appease me, he, re he sent me Bill Richardson, who was actually congressman at that time. And I spent four hours with Bill Richardson in my office in Port au explaining to him how they should not invade Haiti and how this was a bad idea to return our seat to power. And I even mentioned that President Reagan in 1986 had sent one airplane to pick up Duvalier. I said, that's the way to do it. You want to get rid of those generals? Send an airplane. I will help them into that airplane. So we spent four hours. I discussed it with Bill Richardson because I said to Bill, take the message back to President Clinton. I know you are here because he sent you. A week later, after my conversation with Bill Richardson, the American embassy called me, as it was often the case, and they said, President Clinton has a messenger for you. I said, send him over. He came, did not give me his name, but told me, Mr. Century, you join our movement. You side with Bill Clinton in this invasion and will make you the richest man in Haiti. I said, sir, tell President Clinton for me, Bernard Century is not for sale. I have principle and I love my country. A week later, by executive order, Clinton revoked my visa. I was then a resident of the United States. I am now a citizen of the United States. <laughs> and this is how it's been in Haiti. The Clinton went there after the invasion. They started a cellular company called Fusion International. To make a long story short, now it's Dizzy Cell who is taking over, and his friend Dennis O'Brien has, has given millions to the Clinton Foundation. In 2010, the earthquake of Haiti, not only American taxpayers, but the whole world has given billions of dollars to the Clinton Foundation for the Haitians. Not only not even 2% of that money went back to Haiti. So, Mr. Trump, we are asking you, begging you, the Haitian community will side with you if one day you ask Hillary Clinton publicly to disclose the audit of all the money they have stolen from Haiti in 2010 after the earthquake. <laughs>
and are prohibited from disclosing this sort of protected information. The only obvious reason for them to speak to a reporter is that they see Hillary Clinton as an imminent threat to national security because of her disease. Days after InfoWars, Julian Assange of WikiLeaks released Hillary Clinton emails where she directs State Department staff to research new drugs to treat Parkinson's disease. Let's connect the dots. On January 31, 2005, Hillary Clinton fainted during a speech. Secret Service agents kept her from injuring herself as she fell. Her public explanation was that she was ill and dehydrated. She left the stage to remove an outer jacket rather than removing it on stage. Oddly, she did not seek medical attention unless she received it off stage before returning. June 18, 2009, Hillary Clinton broke her elbow, quote, on her way to the White House, close quote. Again, we do not have video. But this is also a bit odd, since she has had 24-7 Secret Service protection for 24 years. She would have to fall at a distance from them with no warning, or they would have broken her fall as they did in 2005. Early in December 2012, Hillary Clinton fell at home, struck her head, and suffered a concussion. Like the 2005 fall, the public explanation was dehydration and fainting. But again, this is very odd. To strike your head requires a complete loss of protective reflexes. Being wobbly from dehydration won't do this. At this point, let's look at the Secret Service Parkinson's disease story. If Hillary has Parkinson's disease, all three falls make sense. In 2005, she could have felt herself starting to have problems and went off stage to get an apomorphine shot for a quick fix. Unfortunately, it didn't work and she fell. The 2009 fall is stranger, but this is well explained by a Parkinson's freeze event. As one Parkinson's sufferer put it, one minute I'm upright and sailing along. The next, the asphalt is rushing up at me. The alarms sound, the adrenaline spikes, the needles jump into the red, we're going down. Shields up, shields up. But there are no shields. 180 pounds of vulnerable flesh and bone crashes to the earth. Hillary probably froze and then fell. Either she recovered enough to avoid major injury as she was falling, or she was simply lucky. Then came 2012 and the concussion. This time, the freeze was unlucky. No one was there to catch her fall, and the damage was major. Now, let's be clear here. This is not a firm diagnosis. I am a doctor, but I am not her treating physician. But everything so far fits the theory. Her, quote, medical clearance letter, close quote, is a typical response managed by a politician who lies about everything. She has not released any records, whatever, from the hospitals where she was treated. In other words, Hillary Clinton is asking us to take her word for it. A month after the fall, Hillary's closest aide, Huma Abedin, said in an email that Hillary was often confused. That's not a big surprise because Hillary had a bad concussion and was recovering from her closed head injury. The Fresnel glasses Hillary wore for a while aren't a big deal either, since they were helping with the double vision she had after the concussion. But we should remember that our theory is that the concussion is the result of a bigger neurological problem, not the cause of a continuing problem. Post-concussion syndromes generally recover. A post-concussion syndrome doesn't exist as we see. Early in 2016, Hillary's problems started to be really obvious. Videos of autism or when you brain freezes became common. This is consistent with progression of Parkinson's disease into its later and more troublesome stages. The first picture to surface is Hillary being helped up a set of four steps in February. Once again, if she froze while climbing the steps, the people right next to her could catch her and keep her from injury. Suddenly, we start seeing lots of video evidence. In April, Hillary Clinton spent a large part of an appearance nodding her head. To most people, that was just odd. But if we think about Parkinson's disease, it's obvious. This is a head nodding tremor. 
She was simply present as the discussion went on around her, and the tremor showed up as she was at rest. The same tremor showed up when Bernie Sanders endorsed her for president. One website counted over 400 nods then. Before we go further, it's necessary to fill in some medical background. Parkinson's disease causes tremors at rest. That is, when a hand is simply resting, the tremor can take over, but using the hand in a purposeful act will suppress the tremor. Other things that Parkinson's sufferers often do is to place their hands in unnatural and even painful positions. One very common feature is placing the middle finger above the back of the index finger rather than leaving it in line with the others. On May 2, Hillary Clinton is standing on a stage without a lectern. As she speaks, she uses two techniques to hide tremors in her hands. First, she keeps her hands busy. Second, when she's not using her free hand, she presses it to her chest, thus making any tremor almost invisible. The problem with this strategy is that it's not perfect. In the beginning, Hillary's right hand behaves normally as she waves it around to emphasize her speech. Then she presses it to her chest briefly. Then she gestures again with her right hand. But this time, her Parkinson's disease takes over, and it's likely she isn't even aware of it. Hillary's right hand assumes a frankly painful position, which includes her middle finger above her index finger. Professionals who care for Parkinson's patients recognize this as a common Parkinson's disease and posture. This is one of the most famous of Hillary's odd events. One of the reporters there, Lisa Lehrer, has written that it was nothing important, but the video tells a different story. Several reporters shouted questions at the same time. Immediately, Hillary's head started to bob in an exaggerated manner, slowed down, and then repeated bobbing. After that, she ad-libbed, you've got to try the ice chai. Several websites have called this a seizure. It's not. It's another Parkinson's disease problem, but this time it's from the treatment, not the disease. It's an example of Parkinson's disease levodopa-induced dyskinesia, or PD-LID. There's only one basic medicine that's effective in managing Parkinson's disease. Levodopa replaces dopamine the brain loses as cells in the substantia nigra, one of the coordination centers in the brain, die. Levodopa generally works well, but not all of the time. A freeze can happen randomly with a visual stimulus or in a moment of stress. In this case, multiple questions at the same time created stress, and when Hillary froze, PD-LID took over. PD-LID causes odd motions, such as Hillary's exaggerated head movements. It doesn't cause loss of consciousness, so she was able to recover verbally. PD-LID happens to every Parkinson's disease sufferer who has been on levodopa for more than 10 years. It's a side effect of the drug, and there is no effective treatment. This is why Hillary Clinton refuses to do news conferences. The stress of multiple questions at once would likely set off multiple PD, LID, and freezing events. She would instantly become unelectable. All of us are familiar with Michael J. Fox. On the left, we see him in Back to the Future. On the right, we see him off his meds, showing the full fury of Parkinson's disease. Notice his eyes. This bug-eyed look is common in Parkinson's disease. At the Democratic National Convention during the balloon drop, we saw an astonishing scene. Hillary saw something directly ahead. A normal startle reaction would lock her in that direction, but that's not what happens. Instead, her head jerks hard left, then up. Her eyes pull right, and her head follows. Then her eyes reverse to the left, and her head follows again. All through this, her mouth is unnaturally wide open, and she has bug eyes. Every element of this is common in Parkinson's disease. When this was shown to Parkinson's disease patients and caregivers, there was no doubt. This is probably a freeze where PD-LID caused an oculogyric crisis. A week or so later, Hillary declared that she had, quote, short-circuited, closed quote, a false response to Chris Wallace of Fox News. That's a very strange comment, since the term short circuit is not in slang usage. Yes, but it is used to describe what's going on in the brain of Parkinson's patients.
is likely that Hillary heard it in a visit to her doctor and simply repeated it uncritically, not realizing that she was revealing another view into her Parkinson's disease. If 
have Hillary on any ballot. It must be just like the Clinton Foundation. As long as the Clintons are where the deals are made, that's all they care about. Any deal that crosses their palm creates a personal profit. And where are more deals made than the office of the president? There's far too much on the line for Hillary's medical records to stay hidden. The public has a right to know about her health before the 3 a.m. phone call goes to voicemail. Thank you. So that's the end of that. Hillary's got Alzheimer's, not Alzheimer's, uh, advanced Parkinson's. And, uh, you know, not very good, not good. So we're going to end tonight. everybody who joined me tonight and I hope that uh, I hope you will um, join me again soon and uh, tomorrow night we will be uh, I just want to make sure I'm where we are here there we go um, okay and uh, you know thanks for thanks for joining me and uh, we'll talk to you again to, uh, tomorrow when Lila will be with me. Okay? See you later, everybody. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.